Welcome, you are listening to the Beach Boss Influencers Show with Adrian, Brandy, Carrie, Fran and Kat. You guessed it, they are the Beach Boss Influencers. And they're here to help entrepreneurs and small businesses like you expand your network and grow your influence by keeping you up to date on the most current social media strategies to help you build a solid foundation for a long-lasting business. Hello, my name is Kat Krasilnikov. I'm one of the founders of Beach Bus Influencers. It's online coaching community for network marketers who want to learn how to use influence marketing and start attracting their perfect prospects to them instead of chasing everyone around and actually not enjoying the process. So if that sounds like you and you want to learn how to be that attractor factor for other people to reach out to you and start asking how they can join your team or buying your products, you're in the right place and the right time. Because today we're going to talk about how to host a successful online event or what we also call it successful customer blitz. And if you're not familiar, what is this customer blitz or online event is, I'm going to remind you back in the day, we used to call it a home party. But because of the, our current war, world situation, home parties probably became a thing of the past because let's be honest, people are not advised together <laughs> to gather anymore. Uh, so we were forced to do it online. And luckily, we are Beach Bus influencers ourselves learned this strategy way before uh, we were forced to be online. Thank God we were doing it online before everyone was doing it online. So we gained quite a few skill sets and we're willing to teach you how to do it successfully. So not only people want to show up to your party, they want to engage, they want to participate and they want to buy whatever it is that you're selling. So if you're excited about this topic and that sounds like something you want to learn, buckle up because for the next 10, 15 minutes, I will pack this video with a lot of useful information. So first of all, let's start with, have you been to, have you been invited to an online party like this? Let's call it party. So we're familiar what we're talking about. And uh, you automatically knew that, okay, I'm going to say yes, but I don't really want to be part of that event. I know they're going to try to sell me something I don't really want, but I probably will have to buy it just to be nice. I felt that way before. And what did it tell me that I do not want to host events or parties like this where people feel that way? And you probably don't want it either. So in this video, I'm going to teach you how to host a totally different event where people actually want to be a part of and not only come and show up, they also tell their friends to be there <laughs> and they participate and they buy your stuff. So if that's something that you want to learn, let's get started. So first of all, there's three steps to hosting a successful online, let's call it customer blitz, because even let's be honest, if you tell someone, I want to invite you to my Facebook party, they automatically have a bitter taste in their mouth because they already been in a couple of these Facebook parties and they do not want to be a part of it. So come up with a different name. You can say, I have this online event. I have this online blitz. 
whatever it is, I don't recommend you to call it party anymore just because people have a bitter taste and we call it PTSD. <laughs> so as soon as they hear a word Facebook party, they will not want to be part of it, even though your party is going to be amazing. So call it something else when you invite people. And that's what we're going to be calling it here in this video, customer blitz. So there's three steps. First step is preparational, where you think in how you're going to plan and execute your event and also how and who you're going to invite. It's a very important step because you don't want to invite everyone and anyone to that party. And that's probably how you were taught in the past, could be by your upline or you could be that upline that taught your downline to do it this way. Nothing wrong with it. I've done it myself, but there's a better way. Let's be honest. If you invite everyone and anyone, what's the chance? What's the percentage of people will say yes? It's just becomes kind of like a waste of time. Statistically, 10% might show up. So if you invite 100 people, you're lucky to get 10 people come to your party. Do you want to be doing that much work? Probably not. That's why you're watching this video. So <laughs> instead of inviting everyone and anyone, only invite people who potentially tremendously will benefit from buying your products. And you might think like, oh, everyone wants to lose weight or everyone wants to have better skin. You will be surprised. Although that is true. How many people are not ready to do that? How many people are not aware that they have a problem and how many people already have solutions for their problem and your invitation might even offend them. So think about it. What are those people that is cream of the crop? People you even potentially will want to work with, not just be your customers. Who are the people that have been asking your questions about this or that? Who are the people who have been expressing interest in your area of expertise. <laughs> Who are the people that have problems that you actually can solve and they expressed it? Not just you assuming that they want better skin, <laughs> not that you assume that they want to lose weight. Who doesn't? But they actually expressed it. And if you don't have that many people who expressed it, get to work and go talk to people before you invite them. So the preparational stuff is to invite people who are already looking for solutions that you're offering, who are your perfect prospects. And you will offload 90% of the work because if you're inviting your perfect prospects, you only will need to invite about 40 people in order for 20 people to show up. And if you're inviting 40 people, probably 35 will say, yes, I will probably make it. And 20 will actually make it. That's just the formula. And I'm going to give you this quick formula right now, now that we're talking about it. So we're going to go backwards. Let's say if you want to make 10 sales out of this party, you need to have 20 people inside your event. And usually they're done in Facebook group because that's the easiest place to organize a temporary online community, right? So usually we do them inside a Facebook group. That Facebook group can be also pop-up group where you create a new group for each party, each event, or it could be what we call it evergreen group where you constantly host these events, whether once a month or even once a week, and you don't change the groups. It happens in the same group over and over again. So either pop-up group or evergreen group. 
So in order for you to have 10 sales, you have to have at least 20 people join that group. 20 butts in the seats. <laughs> and in order for you to have 20 butts in the seats, you have to invite 40 of your perfect prospects, not everyone and anyone, 40 perfect prospects. The good part about those that's not going to make it to this party, you have the next one and you just can put them on an, another party list and invite them next time. So it never goes to waste. <laughs> your work never goes to waste. So when you're inviting people to your party, what do you need to pay attention to? You need to have a relationship with those people before you invite them. And not like you had the relationship two years ago, six months ago, and you suddenly show up out of the blue inviting them to your event. That's not how it works. <laughs> you have to revive that relationship prior to, your, to you sending them that invitation. How that might look like. Hey, Susan, I saw you post about your dogs. They're so adorable. How are you doing? That might not be enough, just one. But if she replies and you answer back, ask her, then what you been up to? You know, I miss seeing your post or I miss talking to you. That's it. <laughs> if you had this kind of interaction with person, it's not going to be weird. If, let's say a couple of days later, you said, by the way, I have this awesome blitz going on in one of my Facebook communities, free Facebook communities. You can say them that way. And I thought, you know, it would be so much fun uh, if you can join, you can win some prizes and learn how to do X, Y, and Z. So, and before you actually start inviting people, here's another thing to think about. If you want people to show up to your event and enjoy it and bring even people with them, you need to cover four things. Your community has to be fun, not just, oh, buy my amazing whatever it is, uh, and all the posts being about your products or about you loving your products. What's in it for them? So they want fun. They want to be seen, heard, and understood. They want to feel like they're part of the community. They want to feel like they're part of bigger mission. It's not just a small blitz party. It's, it's a mission and we're onto something big right here. And the fourth part, what was the fourth part? It was something important. <laughs> um, fun, engaging and interactive. They need to feel like they're part of the community and they need to feel like they're part of bigger mission. So four things you need to keep in mind and that's how you're gonna be executing your party and that's what we're moving on to. So if you still have questions about the preparation and invitation, you can drop them in the comments here. And we actually have a huge training and all the details that covers every single step with examples, templates, scripts, um, and whatnot, how to execute such event easily. So if you're interested in exploring that, click the link somewhere above or below this video and you will get a chance to become a part of our community. And we offer this training to our students. So anyways, now that you invited people into your party, and I told you four things you need to keep in mind when creating content for your party. So people actually want to be part of it. They're going to remember your event. They're going to remember that you, they mattered. They were not just a number or someone who can be sold to, they were 
they were part of the community and they could interact and they could talk and they could be themselves. That's kind of environment you have to create in that community. So I'm just going to give you an example of very first post that you should make in that community when someone just joins it. What would that be? (laughs) Not, oh my gosh, welcome to my party. That's not your party. It's their party. You're just helping them to have fun. (laughs) So here's what your first post in that community should be. Of course, it's a welcome post where you're telling them what they're going to learn. Oh, that's what I missed. Educational. They have to learn something there besides having fun. You tell them what they're going to learn. You tell them how you're going to have fun. You tell them how to show up and have the most out of this thing and what they're going to get at the end. So it could be your products, some incentives, and all these good things. So that's the first post about it. And usually we tell them, introduce yourself. We want to know more about you and how we can serve you better. There you go. It's not your party. It's not about you making money. It's about the people that you're trying to impact and serve. So you need to get to know them. So they feel like they're seen and heard and they're part of the community. It's not that hard. It might seem like different from what you've been doing in the past, but it's not hard at all. Just little tweaking and understanding that it's not actually your party. It's your people's party. You're just showing up there and helping them to have a great experience. There you go. (laughs) Just like another party planner, right? They're just there to help their attendees to have a good experience. And that's what you're going to be doing. So, and the next important step is a follow-up. I cannot tell you how many times um, marketers will host an amazing online event party and then nothing happens because they did not follow up. And you probably will hear that if you don't have a solid follow-up process, you're leaving about 60% of your money on the table, meaning you're doing the same effort and you're getting 60% less money for your efforts. That's just not fair. So you need to learn how to follow up after the event is over. And they will tell you, the marketers, the gurus, that you need to follow up somewhere between six six to 12 times before someone will make a buying decision. Shoot me, but I'm not going (laughs) to follow up old conventional way with someone who said no to me once or twice. I am not going to bug him six, them six or 12 times because I have a process where I don't have to bug people. <laughs> and I'm going to share with you a little bits and pieces of it. And we actually have also the whole training in our community on this same follow-up process that not only works for these blitz events, it works just for just a normal interaction and normal follow-up process. If someone been to your Zoom meeting or someone been to want to watch some of your company videos, they might have joined some of your groups. This is the same follow-up process works for any of these mentioned events. So how do we usually do it? First thing, a lot of people, although it's online event and they will know what time the main video is happening, where you're going to be introducing your products and making that call to action to buy your products, not everyone's going to show up. And you will be surprised how many people, if you follow up and ask them if they watched it, probably 90% of people will say, oh my gosh, I forgot. Or they will say, I was busy and was planning to watch it this weekend. Or 
they were not planning to watch it because they totally forgot about it. 90% of people have, will not watch your live video in your online party. That's just how it works. But what you can do instead of telling them, oh, by the way, you need to go and watch it because it's going away in three days. And yes, it's nice to have that uh, urgency where people need to go and watch it. But you have to represent that urgency in a little bit different way. Where are you thinking about them and they need to go and watch it because they're going to learn something absolutely amazing and new that's going to help them to solve their problem and have a better life. <laughs> so what I would do, so my first follow-up would be just asking them, have you watched the video? If they say no, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's still in the group. Do you want me to tag you? Because it's going to be deleted or taken away three days from now. And I really want you to watch it because you're going to learn some amazing stuff. Do you want me to tag you there? If they did not watch it. If they did watch it, instead of saying, well, do you want my link to buy my stuff? I would say, what was the best part that you liked about that video? What was the best thing that you liked about it? You want to start a conversation and learn more about that person. Whatever they tell you they liked. Was it the technology? Was it that some kind of unique approach? Was it something unique about the products? Was it the testimonial? What was it that they liked the best? Ask them more about that stuff. Tell me more about it. Why did you like it? Get to know them. Talk to them on the human level. And once they express more interest or even state their problem, then you can say, would you like me to send you more information so you can learn more about it? That could be your link. That could be your company video. That could be whatever is the next step for them, right? And even if they did watch clicked on my link and they still did not buy anything, it could happen. You just find out why, you know, maybe they just bought something similar and they want to try it first. Maybe they honestly can't afford it. How can you give them incentive where, you know, they can have some sort of discount when, or maybe next time you will have a discount. So talk to those people and find out what is it that they really need and want. So, and even if after all this interaction, they still said, it sounds really good, but I can't buy right now, whatever that reason could be, whatever, could be many different reasons. You can still follow up with them passively. And this is one of my favorite ways to follow up. Passively meaning you don't have to constantly message them and reminding them about your link or about your party. You just show up in their world, in their social media world and remind to them that you exist. That's it. <laughs> How you can do it. You go and comment on their posts about their life. You send them a message saying, thanking them to be in the party, whatever that process might look like. Some people ask, you know, if they would like a host, uh, a party and make money that way. So however way you follow up, but passive follow-up, it's being human first and marketer second. And because you show up as a human, people will appreciate you a lot more than what, when you show up as a salesperson. So this is kind of like our process of creating killer online customer bliss. And we've done so many of them. And some of them were really successful. But in order to create successful events, it took us some time 
to tweak and test different things. But bottom line, it has to be a great customer experience. If you want people to remember your event and to want to show up to your events again and buy from you and not someone who is selling the same thing online. So if this makes sense to you, <laughs> let me know in the comments. And I'm pretty sure you might have a ton of questions because it's this huge topic that I just covered in a short amount of time. I try to pack it with as much as information as I could possibly do, but it's just impossible to do it in all the details like I could have if you were part of our coaching community. So if you're interested to learn what else we're teaching in there, how to be that influencer and not be the salesy weirdo, how to attract people that want to show up not only to your parties, but just show up in your world and ask you, what is it that you're doing? Can you tell me more? How can I be part of your team? It is real. <laughs> it is happening. If you follow a simple process, how to stop being a chaser and how to start being an attractor. So that's actually what we teach our students. And you can grab a link. I think it has a free uh, training in one of these links that you can be a part of. And if you decide, you can be our uh, paid student, but that's up to you. So if that made sense to you, if you learned something new here and you hosted your own blitz parties before or want to host your blitz party in the future and this was helpful, let me know. And we're doing these videos every week. Someone from Beach Bus Influencers Mentors show up and deliver incredible topic with a lot of value that can help you to get those breakthroughs in your business that you deserve. So this is it from me today. I enjoyed spending time with you guys and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to our show. We hope you got value from this episode. And if you did, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to it and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to learn how to attract and generate high quality customers and teammates into your business, head over to beachbossinfluencers.com forward slash secrets and get our brand new social profit secrets for free. See you next week for a new episode.